Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Today we have a story to share with you about an opportunity, particularly for congregations, recognized service organizations, and 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 institutions or districts, I should say, of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. So sharing the, that information with us today, Deaconess Marianne Hader. She's LCMS Manager of Grants Administration. Deaconess Marianne, thanks for joining us today. Thanks. Great to be here. Tell us about the the national development grants. How are they how have they been used in the past? What are the national development grants? The national development grant is an opportunity given to congregations, service organizations, and districts of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. This is a, an opportunity that comes around annually, once per year, and we're in an open application cycle right now. So this each year, this kind of a a two-part question, I guess, or a multi-part question, because each year it, it kind of differs as to the types of projects that we might be looking for to fund. Last year, for example, coming out of COVID, we were looking specifically for projects that emphasize post-COVID outreach or multicultural outreach. Uh, the thing about this year that I'm, I'm very excited about, and I hope the congregations and other eligible institutions get excited about is that we have a wide range, a wide opening for creativity this year because we haven't put any restrictions or any emphasis on the type of project that that can be applied for funding. So outside of vigorously making known the love of Christ in word and deed and hitting like one of the mission priorities of the Senate, we're kind of leaving it open to the creativity of the the organization that's applying. You mentioned mission priorities of the Synod. I know what those are because they're on signs around the International Center here, but I have a feeling that a lot of people in the pews may may not even know that we have mission priorities. Could you give us a, a, an overview of, of what those mission priorities actually are? Maybe I might take that in a different direction, but that's a really great point. And certainly true, this might be an opportunity to say, hey, if you want to know about the opportunities and the, the information about this grant program, hop on out on our website at lcms.org and simply click on the How We Serve button. And then, um, let's see, I think it's there. Oh, Serve, just under the Serve button and then National Grants. <laughs> And when you do that, you'll come to our landing page. And if you just scroll down, we literally list in question form a kind of applying those mission priorities to a question about your project. And so you can see under the grant description and criteria, you can see those questions listed there. And if your if your project is answering one of those questions, then you are hitting those mission priorities. And it comes everything between congregational revitalization through theological education and human care and so on and so forth through schools and um, church worker care and, of course, the Lutheran family. So there's a broad range there. And like I said, you can see all of those on the National Development Ramp page on our website. Looking at the, the mission priorities and... Th these grants, what's the common uh, among all the different grants, whether it's serving with 
outreach, different outreach approaches following the COVID pandemic or where it might be. I, I understand each year there might be a different theme, but what's the common thread that is essential to each of these projects? I think that the way this page is laid out, we've got, you'll see there, the number one, the first thing says, vigorously make known the love of Christ by word and deed within our churches and our communities. And I think that that the rest of the mission priorities are kind of like ideas of the how to do that, mm-hmm. but really focusing on making known the love of Christ by word and deed in our churches and in our communities and tying that so let's think about our communities, how we make known that love of Christ and word and deed. And we connect our communities, not just with this one-time project, but we connect them to us, to the body of Christ. So we want to think of our projects that we're putting for here, forward here, not in terms of a transaction, but in terms of a relationship. And how are we building that relationship with people in our community through this project? And how are we connecting them to word and sacrament ministry. So so what's word and sacrament ministry? I'm, I'm giving your follow-up question there, Andy. But I would say, I just wanted to mention here that when we, when we hear that word, we think of maybe preaching, baptism, the Lord's Supper, word of God. And so think of where do all of those things happen? And they happen inside the church, in the family of God, in that congregation, in that place. And so we would be looking, and it's, very, it's a very important part of the, the application, is to think through how does your project bring people in your community into or give at least an avenue, an intentional avenue, an intentional pathway to come into the body of Christ in that place and to receive God's good gifts. So we can't control the Holy Spirit does the work. We can't control, we're not saying make believers or, or something else like that. But we are saying, is there an element of this project that intentionally brings people into this place to hear the word, to receive the gifts of God? So the, the breadth of these projects is, is very wide, covering anything under those priorities, theological education, mental health and, and wellness and spiritual wellness of our church workers, all of these different projects. Do you have some examples just to kind of get the juices flowing for people? Do you have some examples of some things that that organizations have done in the past for one of these grants? Here are a few things that some of the projects that these these were awarded last year. So we had a congregation who was wanted that project was a campus ministry. And so that they had a project written for that. We had another congregation who wanted to add an element of some counseling that they were doing. They wanted to add a Spanish-speaking counseling. And, and it's important to know in both of these projects, so in the campus ministry one, you have to be in an area in a community that has a campus and needs campus ministry. In the Spanish-speaking counseling program, you need to, in an area where there are Spanish speakers. So a, a good portion of thinking about what your project should be would be looking outside of your building and seeing the community that you are situated in and what are the needs in that community and how can your project be designed to meet those needs. Another simple one was a, a, a monthly family night that a congregation was using to create relationships with people outside of their church. 
We had a healthy lifestyle summer program. Again, trying to connect with, uh, that one was connecting with children during the summer who were at risk and, and teaching them some healthy lifestyles and behaviors during their free time. We've done a summer evangelism internship program. Yeah, so, so lots of different. Last year, we even had a mentorship program that a congregation put forward, create a one-year project where they mentored children paired with adults as their mentor around intersecting around art. And it was a very creative use. And it was something that that congregation specifically created and put forward. So you can see the wide range of, of possibility and, and creativity in these options. How often are these grants awarded? This is an annual program. So the application usually opens around December 1st and it closes on February 1st. So we have that, that deadline coming up right quickly here in a week. So February 1st is the application deadline. And this specific national development grant program is annually open. So what are the steps for people who want to apply for organizations who are interested in putting together a project for this? Yeah, absolutely. Just go out to our website at lcms.org, get to the national grants page, and then the national development grant page. You'll see all kinds of information about it. And when you scroll down to the bottom of that second page, you'll see a blue sort of square that says begin your online application and simply click on that button. It will launch you into our online application portal and you can get started. What kinds of things do people need to know before they start that application process? Background stuff, ideas that, that people should be thinking about before they start this application process? Sure. And again, all of this is is laid out on the website. We really, um, there's more than I could articulate right now in the time that we have. But I would say, make sure this isn't a one-person endeavor. Make sure that this is something that you've talked about at your congregation that that as a group, you want to move forward with it, with put some things together. Remember always that we live under grace we live under mercy. So if you get stuck on something, give us an email, grants at lcms.org. One thing that maybe at this late hour, if anybody is, is inspired out there and says, hey, this exactly fits what we were thinking, but, but we only have a week left, that deadline is a hard and firm deadline, but it may be difficult at, to get one of the requirements right now in this time, and that would be a district endorsement letter. The Office of National Mission works through districts, and so we do need your, your district to support your project. If you don't have that yet and you want to get your application in, you can just upload a document that says that the endorsement letter is on its way and go ahead and submit the application. And, and like I said, we work under grace, we live under grace, and we will get that district except the, the district endorsement when it comes. And as you pointed out earlier, this is an annual mm -hmm. grant opportunity. So maybe you're thinking about something that isn't going to launch this year, but maybe a, a project for next year. And so this is certainly something to keep on the calendar for December mm -hmm. as well, if you're thinking about a project for the coming year as well. 
Again, that February 1st deadline is important. You can find more information at lcms.org and we'll share the link specifically to that page as well for the National Development Grants. Our guest today, Deaconess Marianne Hayter, LCMS Manager of Grants Administration. Thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. Thank you. You've been listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Anywhere.